0: We are continuing our OMO series, Opportunity Meets Opposition, in Acts chapter 13 with the Apostle Paul. In this episode, we will see another instance where the gospel message was opposed and how Saul and Barnabas responded. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, let's continue our study on opportunity meets opposition. And we're going to continue in Acts chapter 13 and look at, you know, some more opposition that Paul experienced in his opportunities that were open to him. So the last time that we talked, Paul was on the island of Paphos and we saw where he met opposition by a a false prophet and sorcerer, a Jewish false prophet and sorcerer named Bar-Jesus, also known as Elimos, and how he tried to prevent the council, who's also known as the governor, from receiving the gospel. And his attempt was unsuccessful because Paul and Barnabas stood firm on God's word. So let's go from there, we ended the last time in verse number 12. And so we're going to pick up in 13. So from Paphos, Paul and company, they sailed to uh, Perga and Pamphylia, where um, someone, John, left them. I didn't mention this in the previous one. John Mark had accompanied them, but now he has returned to Jerusalem. Okay. So from there, they went to Pisidian, Antioch, and on the Sabbath, they entered the synagogue and they sat down. So after the reading from the law and the prophets, the leaders of the synagogue sent word to them. Now they sent word to Paul and his company. Brothers, if you have a word of exhortation, or if you have something to say that will help the people here, please speak. Here's an opportunity, right? So here's another opportunity that has opened up for Paul and Barnabas. But what we'll see too is that Paul is becoming the central figure. He's becoming more prominent, even though Barnabas is still with him. And um, so this invitation is accepted this is something that we we got to be prepared, y'all. We've got to be uh equipped with the ready word because someone may ask us, you know we need a word that will encourage the people something to say to them that will help them on the spur of the moment. So here's this door that's open for them once again and it's in um Pisidian Antioch. I hope I said that correctly. So anyway, Paul stood up. I'm what? Paul stood up. Okay, so he stood up and he addressed the Israelites and the Gentiles who worshipped God in the synagogues, and he said, "Listen to me." So you can go through this. Um, this starts at verse seventeen, and the Apostle Paul uh, gives this sermon to these people. And he just kind of highlights the history and tells um, what has happened. And he just, you know, he just talks about God and Jesus. And that goes all the way down to, let's see, about the 40s, first verse. I, I mean, it's a really good, Uh, sermon. So we're not going to go through it in detail, but I just want you to know he stands up and he talks to the people and it's a message. Okay. A message. And so in verse 42, it says, um, as Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogue, the people invited them to speak further about these things on the next Sabbath. So here's another opportunity to continue to share the message Okay, listen, if God has put something in you, if you have a word in you, a gifting, if you've been set apart, uh, called by him, you know, he's going to equip you and he's going to give you a place to share your message or people to share your message with. Because you can't contain that word. Jeremiah said it was like a fire shut up in his bones. And so anyone who has the gospel message on the inside, You definitely got to share it. So here's another opportunity. And this time it's the people. The people are interested. They want to hear more about this uh, message. Now, I I want you to notice that um, they received this invitation to come back on the next Sabbath. So in verse 43, we see when the congregation was dismissed, y'all know this is after the service is over. There's that after service thing, right? Sometimes people hang around to continue to worship or to converse about the message. Now, there's some other conversations that be going on in after after church that not, you know, that's not necessarily uh, right. I digress. Let me get back <laughs> to, the, to the point of this particular uh, uh episode. We're talking about opportunity meets opposition. So the congregation, even though they were dismissed, they didn't go home. You know, many of the Jews and devout converts to Judaism, uh, this is verse 43, y'all. Many of them uh hung around to chat with. Paul and Barnabas. And so Barnabas and and Paul talked with them and they urged these people to continue trusting in God's grace. Okay. So even though they had, Paul had given a message and Paul and Barnabas were invited to come back next week, these people were thirsting for truth. And so they continued their conversation. All right. So let's get to the point. The next Sabbath is here, right? This is verse 44. So on the next Sabbath, the next Sabbath, okay, the whole city, well, the Bible says almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. What? Was it that caused the whole city? Those people who left after hearing Paul preach the previous Sabbath must have spread the news that, oh, you got to come to synagogue next week because these fellas are talking some stuff we never heard before. You got to come and you got to hear it. You know, that's the spreading of the gospel. Each one teach one. Each one tells one. All right. So the next Sabbath, almost the entire city has gathered to hear the word of the Lord. Listen to this. They have gathered to hear the word of the Lord. They have not gathered to hear Paul. They have not gathered to hear Barnabas. It was the message that they carried. Paul was humble, not to receive God's glory. So was Barnabas. It was not about them, but it was all about him. God, the message that they had. Now, uh oh, so the opportunity to speak again is here. Go to verse 45. When the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy there's that opposition. Here it is. They began to contradict what Paul was saying and heaped abuse on him. What? So look, Here is opportunity to share God's message. Here is opportunity to share God's truth with the people who came out to hear. Now, some had to be convinced, right? They weren't believers yet, but they had a a thirsting or either they had a curiosity. Um, But this opportunity that God has opened for Paul and Barnabas to share the word is here again, met with opposition. Position. And this time the Jews, I I mean, I don't know if this is the religious leaders. I'm going to assume that it was. When they saw the crowds, the number of people, oh, they they were okay as long as it was a small, you know, little gathering. But they they had never, I don't know if the whole city had come to synagogue. (laughs) But anyway, they were filled with jealousy OK, sometimes jealousy can be an opposition to a work. People, you know, get upset and they begin to contradict what Paul was saying. They heaped abuse on them. Again, we don't know what that abuse was. Again, we don't know what they said, but they contradicted. Now, look in verse 46, 46 It shows us how Paul and Barnabas responded to the opposition. It says that they answered them boldly. Now, how did they answer boldly? What did they say? We had to speak the word of God to you first. That's that's what they said. We had to speak to you first. We had to tell you God's message first. But look, you refuse to listen. You refuse to listen. And since you reject it and you do not consider yourselves worthy of eternal life, we now turn to the Gentiles. Look at the washing of the hands. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, if you are not received, let's see if we can find that, okay? If you are not received, if they don't do it, shake the dust off your feet. Ain't that's ain't that's what it say? I think, I think that's what he said. Let me let me just see. I'm gonna try not to to take too long to find it. Uh yeah. He says, whoever and whosoever shall not receive you or hear your words, when you depart out of that house or city, shake off. The dust of your feet. That's the King James Version. Let's see if we can find it in uh it. Oh, number, let's see. The New International says, If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off of your feet. That's what he said. Now, y'all want to know where that is? That's Matthew chapter 10, and that is verse number. 14. Let's see what verse 15 says. Uh, Verse 15. Truly, I tell you, it will be more about. Okay. So, all right. So he says, if you're not welcomed or your words are not listened to, leave that home or town and shake the dust off of your feet. So that's what the apostle Paul is essentially saying to these Jews who are rejecting, who are opposing, who are contradicting the message, the word of God. And so they say, we're shaking it off. Now we're going to turn to the Gentiles for this is what the Lord has commanded us. He says, I have made you a light for the Gentiles that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth, Gentiles being anyone. who's not a Jew. So when the Gentiles heard it, this is verse 48, they were glad and they honored the word of the Lord and all who were appointed for eternal life. Oh, they believed. So there was some that, you know, may not have believed, but some were glad and they honored the word of God. So look, What we see is that in this particular passage or section is that the word of God was spread, but the opportunity was met by opposition because the people were filled with jealousy because they saw the crowds, okay? And they contradicted what Paul was saying and they heaped abuse on him. They heaped abuse on him. Him, They said insulting things about him and, you know, Paul still, he, he didn't, he didn't, it doesn't seem like according to the word that he tried to justify anything or fight back, you know, to, um, appear or no, what's the word with, what would you say? He didn't try to fight back, um, d- um, for himself, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. All he did was spoke the word of God, and he said we had to speak this word to you first. But since you don't want it, since you reject it, you don't consider yourselves worthy of it. Are we now turning to someone who wants it? So sometimes when we face opposition, don't get in a fight with people. Just know how to lead. Know how to exit. You can't force feed anybody the gospel. You can't make people accept this word. But what you can do is you can leave and you can take it somewhere where they will be receptive of the word. Okay. So when opportunity, um, is met with opposition, you got to know that not everyone wants, um, others to hear this gospel message and they will do whatever they can to keep you from spreading or speaking this gospel message. If they don't want it there, just go somewhere else. You Trust me, It's a lot of people out here who need this word. Now, if we go down to verse 49, what we will see in verse that the word of the Lord spread through the whole region, okay? It spread through the whole region. I think I'm gonna stop right there because I'm gonna break that up on the next episode with Paul. I hope you are getting this, okay? That it's not an easy journey sometimes sharing this word because people are going to oppose you but you got to be able to stand. In our previous lesson, Paul called out the person that was opposing them. He called him out and pronounced a curse on them. Now in this opportunity, he was given two opportunities. He was invited to say something and then he preached the gospel message. Then the congregation invited him to come back the next Sabbath. And when the whole town came, They were met with jealousy by some of the Jews, and I believe it was the Jewish leaders. And then they insulted Paul, and they tried to contradict the message that he was giving. In this particular uh, uh, scene, how he handles it is it says, if you don't want what I got, I'm gonna take it to someone else. Okay, ain't no need to argue just move, but don't move away from the message. Don't move away from the assignment, all right? There's people out there that really need to hear this message. So Father, we thank you again for showing us that we don't have to fight these battles. We don't have to stand up for ourselves. All we need to do is just continue to stand on your word, stand in faith because you have a door open. You have people awaiting to hear the gospel message. And when we are not received, Father, help us not to take it personally, but to move to a people who will hear the place where you will direct. Oh, Father, we give you the glory and we thank you so much. All right. This has been your daily dose. And don't forget a daily dose of God's word. It's good for the soul. Be blessed.